Welcome, y'all, to the Osage County, Oklahoma podcast. We promise to keep it entertaining, and we guarantee the smiles are always free. I'm your host, Kelly Bland, and I can't wait for you to meet the guest we have today. Let's get started. Well, hello there, everyone. This is Kelly Bland with Osage County Tourism. Thanks for tuning in today with the Osage in It podcast. And I have to tell you, I am one blessed woman today. We are here in my kitchen having coffee and scones. And I have Julie Sneed Womack here in my kitchen with me. And we are going to talk about her book, Tea with Isabel. I'm blessed. I'm honored. Julie, thank you for coming to my home today and taking time to sit down and do a podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Let's start out. Tell our listeners a little bit about Julie. I know you came from California, but here you are in Osage County. Why don't you just kind of fill them in a little bit on the high points of Julie? Yes. Well, actually, it's kind of a funny story how I got to Oklahoma. I'm from the Pasadena area near the Rose Bowl of Southern California. So Cal. Yes. <laughs> and I met my husband two days before he moved to this town called Skyatook oh that I'd never heard of. Skyatook. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> quite a local yet yeah. to, to say that. But uh, so six months later, I moved to Skyatook. And we lived there for about five years and just loved it. But when we had we got married and had our daughter, uh, we we moved back to Southern California to raise her with near my family. Right. So um, then, years later, about nine years later, we decided it's time for Isabel to see where she started out. So we need to go back to Oklahoma and visit old friends. And we had a wonderful trip and realized how much we loved it here. And then the following summer we returned, and then the following summer we moved back. Oh, wow. So that was just last summer. So it's been a little over a year of us being back in Osage County. Well, we are we so... we love it so much. We're so glad to have you here. Um, writing. When did you start writing, Julie? I have always been writing since I was a kid. Really? And I loved I loved creative writing assignments in elementary school and high school. And then in college I studied screenwriting. Oh goodness. Yes. So is this Tea with Isabel? Mm-hmm. Is this your first book to have published? It is. It's my first book and I self published it. Oh goodness. Yes. Well now you can teach a class to some other aspiring novelists. Yes, yes. maybe. Yeah. Okay, so I heard you mention your daughter's name, Isabel, Mm -hmm. and I know that the book that we're talking about today is called Tea with Isabel, and that's about a grandmother in the story. So is there some relation there, sort of, was some of this based on real-life characters maybe in your life? Absolutely. My grandma, Isabel, on my mom's side, she was so special to me, and when she passed away about 20 years ago, I had this thought about a book idea like what about a character who is able to visit with her grandma Mm -hmm. over tea over tea that they used to drink together and I had that in the back of my mind for years and oddly enough it wasn't until we moved back to California 
that, and I had my son and was ready for a creative outlet to start writing again. And I was ready to write this story that I had had on the back burner for over a decade. And I had always just imagined it would take place in LA. And when I started writing it, I realized that the missing piece of the puzzle was the setting. And I, I just felt like, oh, it takes place in this small town in Oklahoma. Oh my goodness. That's the missing piece. And Nina, the main character, she experiences this kind of fish out of water experience. She's from LA, but she's been living in Skyatuk. Even though she's been there for a while, she still struggles with, am I an LA girl or am I a country girl? Mm-hmm. And um, she's just turned 40, and so she's kind of having this new uh, soul-searching and self-identity experience. And um, so, yeah, that's why I thought it would be great to take place in Oklahoma. And it was a really nice way to reminisce about our time here. So you were, you started it in California, I, and, and as you're writing it, mm-hmm. you're like, no, something's missing. It's got to be set in Oklahoma. I wrote the entire thing while we were living in California. Oh, I love that. Yeah. While sitting in California, Osage County, Oklahoma, Sky to mm-hmm. is still in ruminating in, in inside in your in your heart, and you're like, I've got to put it there. Totally. While sitting in California. Yep. I love we, that. My husband and I had such a wonderful experience here. It's where our love story happened. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, I took a lot of our memories. There's a lot of of funny stories in the book that on some level might have happened. Yeah. And, yes, I just kind of fantasized about Oklahoma. And I wrote the whole thing in L.A. And when we did come back for that first visit... It had been written, but I was in the editing phase, and it was so amazing to be here in this setting and try to listen to what birds I heard and how does the humidity feel, (laughs) because we don't have that in Southern California. And I was just really taking in the setting so that I could really capture that experience for the reader. And you did, because... Actually, where we're sitting today is at Lake Skytook in a house out here on the lake. I didn't live here then uh, when, when I first read your book. And as I was reading it, well, first off, let me tell y'all, I couldn't put it down. It, I, I read it all in two days. I sat there and just read and read. It was, it was good. Girls, you're going to relate to this one. You can put yourself in there. You could be the main character, I promise you. Um, but I was picturing out here at the lake, and I was thinking... Wouldn't that be nice to live someplace like, you know, the setting of the book? And But you did such a good job even taking the Tallgrass Music Festival. You mentioned it in there. And the Tasty Freeze and just the different things in Skytook. It was like it just came to life for me. But I hadn't even lodged out here at the lake at the time. And, and you did such a good job uh, painting it for what it really is. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is, writing this book while I was in L.A., and I never thought we would have moved out of L.A. again. I thought we were there to stay. It really prepared me to move back. I bet. Yes. Yeah. Like, 
it was interesting because when I was writing it, I really fantasized about this setting and I thought surely I'm, what's the word, romanticizing Oklahoma. <laughs> and then when we came back to visit, I couldn't believe that, no, it's really that beautiful. Yeah. It, well, it is. Osage County especially is just gorgeous because, you know, I came up from Texas. We were talking about climate a little bit before we started this podcast. and It's beautiful here. It's like you, your eyes can just drink it in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's so funny. I was really in love when I came to visit Oklahoma for the first time. But I was thinking, okay, I'm going to the Dust Bowl. Yeah. I didn't know what it looked like. And when I did finally come out in the summer, it was so lush. I didn't know that Oklahoma was green and lush. Yeah. So beautiful. Same here. We used to always go to New Mexico in the summer. And I thought when I got up here, if I'd have known, we, why didn't we go to Oklahoma for vacation? So. Mm-hmm. Well, um, plot. A little bit of the plot. Yes. You want to kind of lay out the high points, kind of set a little teaser out there for sure. people wonder, what's this book about? Okay. Well, it's about an L.A. girl, Nina Blake, mm-hmm. who is whisked away by Brandon McCoy, a small town, a strapping small town, Oklahoma boy. And the story actually starts 16 years into their marriage. And unfortunately, they're having marital problems. And... Nina hasn't confided in anyone. She doesn't want to talk about it with anyone. But the one person in her life that always gave her the best advice was her grandma, Isabel, that she was so close with. But grandma passed away 20 years ago. So she's very alone in this situation. And when things really start to fall apart for them, suddenly Nina starts getting visits from grandma Isabel when she makes this special chamomile tea that they always drank together when she was growing up, when she was in high school, and that's when grandma would give her advice. So Nina starts getting these visits and grandma is once again giving Nina guidance on how to get things back together in her life. Oh wow, yeah, that was so good. You know, I think all of us could relate to that even as well, that special grandma, you know, that special mm-hmm. older lady in our lives that just has that wisdom that we need to get through things we've never been through before. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We all, I feel like we all have at least one special person mm-hmm. that we really miss and we wish we could spend more time with. Yeah, so. it was almost like a, a little bit of a doorway in, in the novel to put yourself in that situation and have those moments with your own grandma mm-hmm. you know it was good yes so and obviously um my grandma Isabel was really special to me and I named my daughter after her and a lot of the anecdotes in the story well really all the anecdotes about grandma Isabel are from my own life with her mm-hmm. and then obviously there's so much in there that's fiction as well yeah well it, it's extremely well written um, I also noticed that there was a little book club that formed up in Pahuska at the Oilman's Daughter Bed and yes. Bath up there. How was that to oh get my together goodness. with Suzanne and Kathy and all the girls up there? We had so much fun. And first of all, I was selling uh, tea with Isabel at the Bucking Flamingo up in Pahuska, uh-huh. where I often visit to sell and sign books. 
and they're so good to me. Yeah, Cody and Lauren. Yes, I just love them. And so I was up there, and I met Kathy and Suzanne mm-hmm. from The Oilman's Daughter, and I just instantly had that feeling, we're going to be friends. Mm-hmm. So later, we got in contact, and they invited me to join them for their first book club meeting, and they were going to be discussing Tea with Isabel. So I was so honored, and it's just a dream come true to have people reading what I've written. I've written for so long and to finally have other people reading it and it's not just living in my laptop for me anymore. Mm -hmm. So that was just a dream come true and it was a dynamic group of ladies. Oh, it looked like y'all were having a hoot of a good time. We had so much fun (laughs) and I mean, they were passionately arguing about, you know, certain characters and asking questions and yes, it was so thrilling for me. Well, how, how's that feel to be an author and do book signings? Because I know I've seen you at some. I know that you, you're traveling around and you're doing them in different places. What's that sensation like? It's so special. I've, yes, I've written most of my life and I started out uh, being trained as a screenwriter and I just couldn't break into Hollywood. I just couldn't sell those screenplays. And I thought, well, maybe the literary world is easier to break into. Mm-hmm. And I ended up having a friend who has self-published some novels. And so she, when I was ready to look into that, she helped me with that. And the beautiful thing about self-publishing is that you don't need permission from anyone. You don't need anyone to say your book is good enough. And so I just did it. And so I'm so proud of that, that I went through the steps and was just persistent and stubborn enough that... Come on, you're speaking to some women right there. Oh, yeah. You know, I... At at some point you feel like, okay, people are probably so tired of hearing me talk about my writing, like this hobby of mine, but it's always been more to me than a hobby. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was, it's just been amazing to turn it into a career and it's taken me a long time to say I'm a writer. Oh, but you are. So it was really cute because when we moved here to Skyatuck and we were, John and I were opening our bank accounts, the banker asked what I do. Uh-huh. And of course, I was about to say I'm a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And John said she's a writer. Oh. So that was the first time that happened. Attaboy. And then ever <laughs> since, that's what I say. I'm a writer. Yes. Uh, I just love it. That speaks to, you know, because we all have those dreams. Uh, I don't know who said it, but I heard somebody say one time that the richest place in the world many times is the cemetery because there's so many dreams that got buried with the people that you know never came to fruition. Mm-hmm. And I always admire it when I see someone bold enough, brave enough, confident enough, and the world may say crazy enough, to step out of your box and go for it. I just admire you because I was blessed by reading the book and all these other women are as well. And it's so relatable and speaks in so many areas to a woman's life. But Julie, you know what? You didn't tell yourself you couldn't. You told yourself you could and you did. And it's 
It's amazing. Thank it just, you. It's a blessing. It speaks to women. So mm-hmm. not only does Tea with Isabel, is it relatable? Julie's a relatable person, but she's also someone, women, that's one to draw to if you're looking for someone to give you maybe just a little bit more boldness to step out and go for those dreams that are on the inside of you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Tea with Isabel, tell people how they could get a copy of it. Where, where can they find it? How do they get it in their hands? Because I know there's going to be some interest. You can get Tea with Isabel in paperback or Kindle version okay. on Amazon.com. And if you're local in, in the SkyTook area, you can go to Wilson's Tall Chief okay. up by SkyTook Lake. Okay. Great place to have breakfast. Great view. Yes. Yeah. And you can grab a copy there. Or... Um, you can go up to Pawhuska, mm-hmm. to the world famous Buck and Flamingo, Come on. and you can find a copy there as also. Okay. And on many Saturdays, I'm there having fun with Cody and Lauren and Ella and Daisy, and um, signing books and meeting people from all over. It's so much fun. Yeah. Okay. So one other question before we go. Uh, Future plans? Do you have something in the works, maybe that you're working on? Is there some some another book coming from Julie? Yes, I am in the editing phase of my next novel, wow. and I don't want to say too much, but it's about a group of ladies my age, a group of girlfriends from college, and they're doing a do-over of their college backpacking trip in Europe. Oh. Oh, no, that sounds thrilling. So it's a lot of fun. Yes, there's some humor that goes in there and just a really strong story of friendship. And um, it's a it's a tearjerker, too. Okay, well, I can't wait. We'll be looking for it in the future then. Well, here we are. Coffee, scones, Julie and Kelly in the kitchen. I can't thank you enough again for coming over. What a blessing it's been. I wish you all the success in the world on your next book, as well as Tea with Isabel. Y'all, keep your eyes peeled. Julie Sneed Womack, you want to get her book, Tea with Isabel. Keep your eyes peeled. She's an up-and-coming author, amazing woman, great role model, and we're proud to have her living in Osage County, Oklahoma. Thank you, Kelly, (laughs) and I love Osage County, Oklahoma. (laughs) Well, we love you, too. And so, thanks for joining me on the Osage in It podcast. Y'all come see us soon in Osage County, Oklahoma, where the smiles are always free.